The scandal of grace is that in Christ, we are really, truly, actually free. Jesus went to the cross to secure once and for all our freedom from sin and our freedom from the burdensome regulations of adherence to the law. The law could never accomplish what grace has done for us. And the law was never meant to. Uh, the law stood as a sign and symbol of our incapacity in the flesh to live out the holy commands and holy demands of holy God. And so the law really was sent as a teacher, as an instructor to awaken us to the human condition, to our inherited sinful nature. And the natural, there's no amount of trying hard that can get us to be uh, perfect uh, at adhering to the law of God, um, even to uh, break the tiniest expectation of the laws to break the whole law. But grace sets us free. And this morning, uh, we're talking about the freedom we have in Christ uh, because of his amazing sacrificial death on our behalf. Uh, Paul, as we move on in Colossians chapter 2, Uh, addresses this topic of freedom in verses 16 through 23. And um, anytime there are rules, uh, human rules, um, you can be sure uh, that it is about controlling behavior. (laughs) And you can control behavior. I think of my kids who are starting school today and uh, the rules apply to try to regulate behavior. So Kids can get through the school day without getting beat up and bruised and back to their families in one piece. And in that context, uh, it makes sense that there would be some some basic uh, rules guiding uh, how the day should go. Uh, but as it relates to um, spiritual things, rules um, are usually applied by those who are after the same thing. They're just trying to control other people in the way they behave. And um, Paul addresses that here in Colossians 2. Uh, Let's pray as we get started today. Heavenly Father, we love you. Thank you for a new day. Uh, This Monday is a new start, a fresh start, a new week, oh God. Uh, The challenges of the week behind us uh, don't have to burden us as we enter this week. The problems of the week behind us, the failures of the week behind us, uh, the temptations of the week behind us, Lord God, we can let those things go and uh, walk in the truth of your word, which says your mercies are new every morning. And we give you thanks for that, Jesus. Father, would you open our ears that we might hear clearly what you have to say to us? And would you give us receptive hearts so that we're ready to respond to your word as we read it and meditate on it together today? We give you thanks, Lord God. Send your spirit to teach and guide us, we pray in your name. Amen. This is what Paul writes in Colossians two sixteen through 23. Therefore, do not let anyone judge you by what you eat or drink or with regard to a religious festival a new moon celebration, or a Sabbath day. These are a shadow of the things that were to come. The reality, however, is found in Christ. Do not let anyone who delights in false humility and the worship of angels disqualify you. Such a person also goes into great detail about what they have seen. They are puffed up with idle notions by their unspiritual mind. They have lost connection with the head. 
uh, from whom the whole body, supported and held together by its ligaments and sinews, grows as God causes it to grow. Since you died with Christ to the elemental spiritual forces of this world, why, as though you still belong to the world, do you submit to its rules? Do not handle, do not taste, do not touch. These rules, which have to do with things that are all destined to perish with use, are based on merely human commands and teachings. Such regulations indeed have an appearance of wisdom with their self-imposed worship, their false humility, and their harsh treatment of the body, but they lack any value in restraining sensual indulgence. Now, I think most rule-following people or most people who are concerned about rules begin that journey honestly from a true place and honestly from uh, what they perceive to be a helpful place. You see, I think they start by thinking, well, if everybody would just follow the same basic set of rules, then people could get along and bad things wouldn't happen and people would be generally moral and all of these kinds of things. And so the starting point for rules is usually a good outcome. <laughs> but uh, I think it, it, it winds up uh, butting head on with the human condition that we are all burdened with. And the human condition um, rails against the rules and seems to be wired to fight against being restrained by the legalism of rules. And so uh, though rule followers and rule creators often begin from a very good starting point, uh, the outcome is not often what they hope for. And uh, that is because rules lack the power to change hearts. Rules might get um, the appearance of outward adherence and outward good behavior. Rules might alter behavior, but they do nothing to change hearts. And Paul is talking about um, in Christ, uh, we're free from the rules because what he has given us is something better. Grace has accomplished for us something that the rules could never accomplish. The rules cannot change our hearts, but when you have the freedom now to begin to relate to holy God, and you have the freedom to relate to his son Jesus, and you can invite that relationship into your life, his presence within us begins to change us at our core. And when our core changes, our motivations change, our desires change, our actions change because we, our motivation is not, so we don't get caught breaking the rules. Our motivation is to bless the heart of the one we love so that we, we please him and that he takes delight in us. And so we want to do uh, what God wants us to do because we have aligned our hearts with him. We have aligned our will with his will. We are conforming our hearts and our minds to God's heart and God's mind. And so what rules cannot accomplish, grace accomplishes in one beautiful brush stroke called the cross. <laughs> and because of the cross of Jesus, uh, the rules have been put to death so that we can walk in the freedom of knowing him. Uh, Paul just really addresses so much here about the 
the failure of rules to accomplish um, uh, change and transformation. He says, don't let anybody judge you for your use of freedom. As long as in your conscience you believe that you're in a good place with God. Um, It's God who brings the growth into our lives. Paul says, you died with Christ. So you've died to these legalistic things. Do not taste and do not handle and do not touch. These rules have been put to death at the cross. Um, They lack any value and bringing about real and lasting change into our lives. What brings real and lasting change into our lives is a relationship with Jesus. My friends, I hope that you're encouraged in the word today and that you will walk in the freedom that was secured for you by Jesus. Uh, We are truly and actually free. Let's walk as those who are free and let's grow in his grace today. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me. Let's pick it up again tomorrow. God bless. Have a great day.